0: Hey listeners, since recording these episodes on the Kruger's Dorp murders, we have been informed that throughout the episodes, we mispronounced the town of Kruger's Dorp. We apologize for any inconvenience that this may cause as we do not live in this area and just simply transposed a couple of letters in our interpretation of it. We ask for your understanding and grace as you listen. Thank you. And we are continuing with our three-part segment on the South African Kruger Drop murders. Now, if you have not listened to part one, please go back and do so. I'm not going to waste a lot of time recapping here because... Frankly, you can go listen to the other episode and catch yourself up. And there's so much that was covered in that hour and a half that I couldn't even recap if I tried. Oh, it was a lot. It was a lot, a lot. So I'm just going to pick up where we left off before. If you're a Patreon, I'm sure you just moved right over to the next episode anyway, because you get them all at the same time when we do parters. Parters, is that a real thing? It is when now. Separate it's, episodes into d- various parts. We've got parts. parters. We've got parters. <laughs> <laughs> so where I left you is that I was about to introduce to you two other key players in this. So I'm going to introduce Zach Valentine and his wife, Michaela. They attended, how they got wrapped into the Overcomers Through Christ group, is that they attended one of Rhea's Know Thy Enemy lesson if okay you, if you recall from part one Ria had made this this manual for these lessons with Cecilia Stein oh I do want to throw this out here too in South Africa the pronunciation is more their regional dialect is more stain whereas for our for our American dialect it's more Stein all right just understand I'm not being ignorant on how to pronounce her names just know that there is such thing as a regional dialect. It is translated from, from African to English. So there we go. Don't at me about these things. What's interesting to me is Zach was actually an actuary. He was very smart. He also was a diabetic. Or is. He's not dead. I don't know why I keep saying was. He's still was. alive. He's still In alive. A yes, yes. He's diabetic. When people who knew him outside of what ends up happening here in this cult. He was like a really smart, good guy. And Michaela was a travel agent, very outgoing. And honestly, on the surface, they are just this normal Christian couple. It just blows my mind how people can get pulled
1: into these things. Yes,
0: as we mentioned in episode one, when you talk about dangerous cults and how over time... You end up getting, for lack of a better word, brainwashed, yeah, into following in your into following the leader of the cult so blindly that you lose all sense of independence, and that is really what happens. I don't think that Zach would have ended up being a murderer had he never been influenced by Cecilia. That goes for any of these people, to be oh, honest with so you. So crazy is that. It was the influence and the way that they lost their individuality within this dangerous cult that they didn't even realize they were in. I just, yeah, it blows
1: my mind that one person can can have that influence. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, Cecilia physically, it wouldn't have done it for me. No, nope, me neither. For she me. She is physically but, off-putting. Correct. Physically.
0: But... Here's where she has her has her ways. It is entirely manipulation. And that is what makes a dangerous cult leader. Yeah. Is their ability to manipulate. And how Cecilia does it, guys, is she manipulates using the vulnerability, for lack of a better word, of everyone in this group's religion. Okay? It's all done in the name of converting people from Satanism, please see episode one when we talk about what Cecilia was using in reference to Satanism was not the actual religion in practice of actual Satanism. It was devil worship, reverse Christianity, the, the thought that there's a heaven and a hell. She took that, okay? She took this group's common philosophy about Satan and about God and she used it against them and used it to gain power over them. Because she convinces everyone that they are helping convert people from the clutches of Satan to Christ. And later, when they break off, and we'll get to this in another, I don't know if it'll be in this part or in the next part, but she breaks off from the OTC and creates her own, her own, her own group. Gotcha. And under that, guys, they are helping orphans that don't exist. Okay? So keep all of that in mind when we talk about these people that before they met Cecilia, they were like normal, normal functioning lovely human beings, people that just wanted to help and then over time they were so heavily manipulated. Now don't get me wrong, they still had a choice. And they chose wrong. But but the reason they made those choices were under Complete lies, deceit, and false pretenses. Yeah,
1: I think that, like we talked about in the first episode, that people like Cecilia know who they can prey on so absolutely you know if if she knows she can't manipulate she's going to be moving along to the next yep yep and unfortunately there are people that are easily manipulated i'm not saying like i'm not faulting them for that but if you're not in a like a field where you could see that or you've been manipulated and you learned from it or you know you might not realize
0: it's happening well and the other thing and they testify about this as well ria testified about this She knew how to take their weaknesses and vulnerabilities and use it to her advantage. She knew that Rhea was struggling with some connectiveness in her life. This group gave her connectiveness. Mm -hmm. And the same thing. You'll see a couple other key players that come into here. One struggled heavily with addiction. So this is like gave him a home. Okay. And when people find something that they feel... You know, Cecilia knew how to meet the need that these people were lacking in their life. And when they find that and that part of them is being fulfilled, a lot of them would do almost anything to keep it. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens here. So Zach and Michaela, they're in their early 20s even. They're just a brand new, young, have their whole life ahead of them Couple, they come become involved with the OTC. Like I said, they had joined that or had taken those lessons on know thy enemy, got really inspired by it. Rhea must be a hell of an inspirational speaker. Heck
1: yes,
0: I think she was good at what she she must have been. She had endorsements, she was doing these classes. Yep, and so they joined the OTC and they start attending the high nights in the high days to help pray for Cecilia to which I ask how many Christians does this bitch holy, need praying over holy her? Shit.
1: So many people are praying over here over her. They're doing shifts. They're doing yes.
0: like Yes. And just to refresh you, it's all happening in her bedroom. While her husband video games.
1: That's my favorite. It's like an apartment. It is. It's an
0: apart it's in America we call it an apartment. Over there it's called a flat. Neighbors had to have been like, what the F is going on in right. that place? All these people are standing around her bed praying for her while she is faking these convulsions and vomiting up blood that's actually her own blood as we recall that remember still gets me. Mm-hmm. that
1: one still gets
0: me so don't forget that that's still happening but picture yourself being zach and Michaela valentine coming in to one of these high nights and or high days and seeing all this and how, you see all the people already you're like right? oh my god like, this is legit yeah. right this is really happening i'm really needed she needs our prayers our prayers are working look at this. So uh, it's hard. It's I get hard. it. Right. I get it. Right. I do
1: get it like uh, from the outside kind of looking yes. in.
0: And I do want to say there are other people that, I'm, that aren't mentioned, whether that be for legal reasons or just because they've changed their identity or whatnot. But I'm only bringing in the key players because there's so many people here to keep it simple. But just know there are other people that are just coming in and watching Cecilia day in and day out because she needs so, you so know, many Satan. prayers. Yes, because she's a high priestess, you know, so Satan wants her she is like satan's so, she has to be the best at everything so she is the one that satan wants the most and she converted to christianity so he's yeah, putting he's pulling out he all the stuff gonna let her go no so it needs we need all the christians to come around her and pray be praying for her one person that i will mem- will mention because unfortunately she is one of our 11 victims is natasha Berg burger it is spelled burger So I don't know, but it could possibly be Berger as well. Again, regional dialect, and I've heard it several ways. But she was actually a lawyer. Okay, she was involved. She's a lawyer, and she's involved in the OTC. She gets into this as well. Yep. She naturally gets to know Cecilia. And, of course, Cecilia also claimed to have a law degree, because that's what she does if she met someone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No matter what it is, she's like, I I have have one too. yep, yep. Yep. Or she would create a personality because remember, she's pretending to have a dissociative identity disorder. Yeah. Yep. So she would or also create a personality that has that degree. You know, Zena is the lawyer and she'll come out and be like talking law with Natasha. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. It was all a farce. Natasha was a part of the group, but she was always kind of left on the outside. All right. She wasn't as as deep as the rest. Now, Rhea has a mentor named Reg Dixon, and he starts collaborating with Rhea for a sequel to the Know Thy Enemy course, and it's called Know Thy Savior. Because Reg Reg and Rhea actually have known each other for years since their children went to school together. And Rhea's children are, she's in her 50s, so her children are grown now. Mm -hmm. But Back in the day when they were in elementary school, Reg and her met. They would like help transport each other's kids, things like that. And I think Reg could really see he had no interest whatsoever in the dark, in the occult, in anything dark, anything evil. So he could really see how the Know Thy Enemy course was more of like a manual on quote unquote Satanism and it was just very dark and so that's why he he could see the value in that people were coming to these courses and wanting to learn about their enemy, you know, mm-hmm. Satan, evil. And so he wanted to create a manual about the savior. Okay, now you know your enemy, now I want you to know your savior. And he had been a mentor for Ria for years and years, so of course Rhea is like, yeah, I would love to collaborate with you on this and have this series of sequels because she could teach one course and then her and Reg could teach the, you know, the follow up, the sequel to it. How amazing! She's making money doing these mm-hmm. Know Thy Enemy courses. Why, why not be more lucrative in the Know Thy Savior courses, right? So of course, they start collaborating together. Can you imagine what Cecilia thought of this?
1: Oh no, no, we're not having this. Oh God, no, no, hell no, hells to the no! I'm predicting seizures. I'm predicting it's, demons. Mm. I'm <laughs> we we're gonna have to do it big, because ladies and
0: gentlemen, she has not read my notes, but you're damn close. You're right on on some of it. I'm so, just predicting like we got to do it big because big. no one
1: is taking the attention away. Oh God, no.
0: Especially from Ria, I feel like like Ria. Right. She is really, really attached herself to Ria. Yes, if you'll remember, Ria now has matriarchal rights. The witch's coven. Yes, matriarchal she rights was over. Assigned. Yeah, mm-hmm. Cecilia. Uh, yes, yeah, Cecilia. I remember okay. that. She's like the, the
1: chosen one to watch over her. She is.
0: She faked her mother's her witch mother, Mother Elisa's death. Right. That was this person did not With exist. The yep, and yep. the.
1: Which was crazy but in yeah. the astral
0: projection yes, yes, yes. She projected herself there. So absolutely she is not having this and- Oh yeah,
1: nobody's taking Rhea and I feel like she doesn't want Rhea to also do like her own thing that's no. not involving Cecilia. Oh, no.
0: And the know thy savior is not going to involve Cecilia at all because Cecilia is not a real Christian. Cecilia doesn't know God. She doesn't know Christ. She's pretending. Right. She had to pretend about the know thy enemy for that matter. And she had Candace doing all of her Google searches to figure out what things that are in more of the the fake satanism you know right. sort of well she's uh, too things. busy
1: laying in her bed seizuring because satan she's too busy her doing down. drugs and
0: dealing drugs and guns and all that so she's got connections all over the place she's she's not well everyone <laughs> she, she is, is not she is not well not well can we
1: not forget that she's also a werewolf oh yeah that's please right. please let us not forget that she's a
0: werewolf and remember her daughter is a some generation werewolf as well so yeah, her, her yeah. daughter has werewolf in her and she's a 42nd generational that's witch that's true so the first thing that she does is she starts a rumor that Pastor Reg and Rhea are having an affair. Now, I just want you guys to know right up front, there is absolutely no substantial evidence to show this. Reg was a married pastor. Rhea was a single woman at the time, absolutely. But there is also, Reg is in his 70s, been married, you know, most of his Many life. years. Yep.
1: yep, happily married. I'm disappointed I didn't predict that part because that's that's a
0: good. That's that's the starting point. A little pot stirrer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Stir, stirrer. Um, Cecilia at this point, because Rhea is now taking her time and attention elsewhere. Cecilia starts full on stalking Rhea. Whenever Rhea was over caring for Cecilia, she would have Candace sneak onto her laptop to get into her personal emails and her computer and her email was not password protected. So it wasn't hard for Candace to do so. Having access to her emails was another tactic that Cecilia used to further prove to Rhea that she was connected to the satanic church with special powers because she's always seemed to know things that she shouldn't know. Wow. Right. So and Cecilia would disguise these as visions and then Rhea would be like, Oh my gosh, Holy crap. Oh my gosh. So if Rhea like ever sent an email that was talking just a little bit bad about Cecilia and not, and I don't even mean that in a gossipy way. I mean, just mentioning like something well cecilia would know so she would tell ria that she has a vision had a vision of this that and the, whatever was in oh that my email gosh. and it further solidified to Rhea that she was having these visions and that she had these special powers and that she really was connected to satan put yourself in ria's position whereas when i'm telling you it like this you guys it sounds so obvious but when you're living it oh yeah and you don't realize that someone has broke into your computer not only that she's got a tracker on her vehicle
1: that is okay so just invasive and like how oh my gosh it makes me so
0: mad so with this tracker on her vehicle cecilia can text her as if she's having a vision and say things like i see you're, you're you're at mcdonald's enjoying yourself a coke huh like oh, you know
1: yeah. which like you said when you're in it like if you put a tracker on my vehicle and were like how's that you know jelly beans for you
0: for sure enjoying I, that I, right. muffin right I'd You'd be like she's see, she's having visions she I really is freak like a, the out. absolutely yeah. and that is what she's doing to her at this point Candace is not fully comfortable with Cecilia because she could see the way that Cecilia was gossiping and hating on everyone behind their back, calling them their own made up nicknames, which that's fine. We do that too. I call her hairplugs McGee. <laughs> yes. Yes we do. You know? But
1: I, oh my gosh, poor Rhea in all of this just trying to do the Lord's work. right? Having I don't feel like she is fully aware of what people are capable of. I
0: was just going to say that. So she
1: doesn't know. You and
0: I, you and I know that. We've we've worked with people. We have seen society and humanities the dark side. Yes. The, the deep dark side and what they're capable of okay she has not is her first thought going to be she's monitoring my phone calls my emails my right. my messages no clearly no it no. wasn't it's not just ria that she's manipulating like this either there are other people in the group as well which make them firm believers in what she, you know that she needs saved from the satanic church okay now candace though Remember, Candace has romantic feelings here. But Candace is like, okay, um, now I'm like, she's talking real bad about everyone. Just laughing. Cecilia is blatantly laughing at these people behind their backs for how gullible they are. She is loving this. And she's doing it with Candace around. So Candace is kind of like, hmm, is she doing this to me too? And absolutely she was. I was gonna say the answer yes. is yes, Candace. Yes, yes. Candace, she is. The next thing that she does to her the members of the group is she made them all believe that they had lovers, that they were all that all their lovers were members of the satanic church trying to get out. Now, I know, I know we're you're getting like kinky here. You're like, wait, this isn't shut up, Charnel. This is real. What she did is she would send Marinda LeRoy and Marcel, text messages from a burner phone under, like, hey, this is Alex, this is, you know, so-and-so, whatever. They would talk back and forth all day. And essentially, they fell in love over text. Now, this whole time, this and whole just time, Cecilia. it's Cecilia. Yes. The other thing is, is she would print off photos of models, and Cecilia would produce these photos like they were just random photos that she had lying in you know, around in her old occult days. <laughs> Like,
1: (laughs) let me get my album out. Yes.
0: Oh my gosh. And these people didn't realize that these are models from, you know, just random, random models. Was she just like, look, this is your, your lover. Yes. Yes. This is who you're texting. I gave them your number. This person's trying to get out of the occult. Now this is almost like the Tindler Swindler. Tindler? Did I say that? Did I say the Tindler? You did t- i did say Tindler. I, e- I like it better. catchy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we'll go with it.
0: Because her point in all this is that these people, so Leroy and Marcel and Cecilia, and I hate to even tell you this, but eventually Candace as well. Candace knew she was doing this to Marinda to Leroy, and to Marcel, but she still fell for it herself. What? Yes. Wait. Yes. We'll get to no. it. Yes. We'll get to it in a second. But oh my gosh. Her point is that she would get them to send money no. to their lovers to help them no. get out of the satanic church Stop. and Cecilia would just, as if she wasn't already getting enough money. How many hours does this woman have in a day? I know. Like how was, she, I, I Well, have that's nothing. why she had the help of Candace because she couldn't do it Do all. it all.
1: Yeah. No, there's no way. She's like throwing up blood. Mm-hmm. Seizuring. she has people watching her yes. all the time.
0: Every, they they take turns.
1: She has twenty thousand burner phones, and she's like s- sexting
0: demon texts yes. to <laughs> the church. I just she was. This is crazy. But remember, I'm condensing this into a three-part podcast, whereas this went on from years, 2012 right? to 2016. Oh, my gosh. So we're so talking a lot of it. four years. Yeah. Yep. Now that you
1: put that into perspective, it's like it did go on for a while. Yep,
0: and like escalated over time. And, and picturing
1: like 20 burner phones sitting out, and yeah. she's like,
0: hey, what's... Oh, she did keep Hey, boo,
1: it's, you know...
0: How did she keep everybody straight? I don't know. I don't know. know. That's what's really crazy to me. This is this is what's sad.
1: Organizational skills. We found a strength.
0: Right. We if,
1: have a strength. If
0: only she could have used some of these strengths. For the greater good, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or I don't know, to do some sex work for some hair plugs. Something. A
1: sexting like dating app? She yes. could have managed that. People Wonderful. pay good
0: money for that. Yes, they do. So I hear. As
1: as we know, uh Grant Amato paid two hundred thousand dollars. That's
0: right. That's right. Bonus episode. I was gonna say, wasn't that a bonus episode? Pa-
1: Patreon episode if yeah. you if you want to catch that one. Yeah,
0: that was a lot of money for stuff like that. And made us question why we're into podcasting right? and not into <laughs> the more lucrative business. It's
1: exhausting. Yeah. Hearing about it. She had so many things going on to play these people.
0: Well listen, Miranda was so convinced that her man's Jason was was real, that she had a little shrine table set up in her house and even came to the, and at the trial, she still believed that, I'm sorry, his name was John, not Jason, that John was real. Oh, that's so sad. I know. Even after hearing testimony from Candace that explains how Cecilia created John and kept the ruse going for years with her, years she kept John going with Marinda for years. Marinda only talked to him through text and was calling him my John. One day, Cecilia was bored of this game, and she decided that John needed to die. Marinda was so devastated, so she fakes his whole death through text message, all this stuff. And, you know, Cecilia saw through a vision John's death, and then he just stopped texting. Oh, my
1: god! Something gosh. like that,
0: yeah. Um, she was... So heartbroken, Miranda had to be rushed to the ER because she was in shock. Oh, my- she was legitimately in love with this person that yeah. never existed. Wow. Yeah. And like I said, what's really nuts is that Candace was asked to search for the photos and watched Cecilia laugh behind everyone's back about how gullible and stupid they were. So Candace found the photos of "quote unquote" John, printed them off, gave them to Cecilia, and watched Cecilia. Give them to Mirinda. And she still fell for it. And she still fell for it because this is how she was manipulated. Candace woke up one day after spending the night at Cecilia's and was like, you know what? I had a dream with a man in it. It was a really weird dream. And Cecilia was like, oh, yes, I know what dream you're talking about because I saw it too. And that was my cousin who's also trying to escape the occult. And I had a vision that you two will be in love. So she does the same thing to her. She has Marcel this time. Remember, Marcel is Marinda's daughter, teenage daughter, has Marcel print off a model photograph. And even though the photo did not match the person in Candace's dream at all, Candace was still like, Yep, this seems about right. Wow. Now this whole time Cecilia is extorting money from everyone. She's using it. She's selling drugs. She's using their money that she's extorting from the whole group to buy her drugs and weapons. All this all this stuff. It was all done under the name of witches and demons pulling her back into the satanic church. Now, of course. And that she She was probably
1: on drugs the whole time and just, yeah,
0: they were like, it's the demons. I mean, honest, for sure. And I think some of her visions were straight up fucking hallucinations from whatever she was snorting up her nostrils. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Candace had had enough and could now see through Cecilia and she could see the money extortion was happening. Strangely out of the blue, Cecilia suggests to Candace that she should move in with a mutual friend that they had named Lucia. This actually probably saved uh, Candace's life, but Candace got to a point where, and again, read everything in the book that will be in the show notes, not just the book. There's there's other things out there, too, that I will link, but some of it you can't get in the United States. So The Devil's Drop Killings, you cannot get streamed here. It's a documentary on this case, but you can if you're in South Africa or other parts of the world, even. So there's that. The book by Jana Marks, The Kruger's Drop murders goes into detail about how Candace had her breaking point but it got to a breaking point when the dude that she was texting with and you know Cecilia's cousin and all this stuff started wanting money from her to flee the country that he was in to get away from the satanic church Uh, and so so at that point she was like okay well I'm glad to hear that yes yep and then she we don't know why Cecilia, it's still to this day, it's still a mystery of why did Cecilia decide to suggest to Candace that she move in with Lucia? I think it's what you and I have talked about all along. Once she can see that someone is no longer buying into her philosophy, they she's go. done with them. That could be. Because it sounds like Candace was starting to get sick of things. She was. That was probably. Was trying to distance herself, that sort of thing. So she moves in with Lucia. And Lucia was like, okay, you do know that Cecilia is batshit fucking crazy. She's not sick. She's a liar. Everything she's ever told you is a lie. All she does is lie. Like this Lucia person is like, yeah, we're. We know Cecilia, but I know Cecilia is a liar. Like she could, this Lucia person could see all the way through it. So now Candace is like, okay, I'm done. Wesley is not a real person. You know, I'm not going to give him money to move out of, out of the country. And so she, she has come to the light, shall we say. Glad to hear that. Rhea and another member of the OTC is still getting threats from witches from the occult about their part in trying to steal Cecilia from the Satanic Church. Now, remember, this whole thing started with Cecilia saying that she left the Satanic Church the year, like six months or nine months prior or something like that. So I'm not really sure why... The focus then just like all of a sudden took this turn of we're gonna the the church still wants me and like I'm still a part of it so right. I'm trying to leave it and you've got to save me but whatever so tension starts to build for Ria when she's holding these meetings for her new course the Know Thy Savior and of course she is still in an emergency like as the emergency contact for Cecilia so every time that Cecilia is rushed to the hospital. Oh my Rhea gosh. is the emergency contact room. She, plus, she's got the matriarchal right. you know, witch rights, right? Let me guess. Right?
1: Every time she, Rhea has a class,
0: Cecilia's rushed. Well, how did you
1: know? <laughs> Call me an expert, I guess. Yeah. Rhea has to be getting exhausted. And,
0: for sure. And also, the reason that Cecilia knew when and where her courses were is because she's still got the access emails. to her computer. Mm-hmm. Rhea's brother suddenly got really sick. And Cecilia was on her way to go visit him, literally on his deathbed. And Cecilia had one of her episodes. Oh and my gosh! They the old members of the OTC call her, and they're like, "She's really, really sick. She's gonna die." She says a death curse has been activated. We, you have to get over here and pray and get to the hospital. And so she does. And her brother died oh, the no. next day. No, her brother died the next day. So Rhea is like, "You know what, Cecilia." I can no longer be your emergency contact. Good for Rhea, putting up some boundaries. Yep, you've got to change your emergency contact. She shut herself into her apartment, grieving over the oh loss of her gosh. brother. This is
1: heartbreaking.
0: While she was grieving, Marinda is pounding on her door, pounding on her door, throwing things at her windows, harassing her, telling her that Anja... Needed her. Now, remember, Anja is the fake personality that Cecilia made that was like the three-year-old that needed to be cradled to her chest and have Rhea wear that special perfume and all that stuff. Oh, Um, my gosh.
1: This woman needs to be, like, just gone.
0: Well, she did not go. She was, like I said, she was heavily grieving the loss of her brother. And she just let Miranda harass her at the door and then leave. Well, then Cecilia uh, starts spreading rumors around their mutual friends that Rhea sexually molested Anja while she was um, asleep. So Rhea at this point knows that she has to see less and less of Cecilia. And this is where the divide happens for the OTC. There are people on Rhea's side and there's people on Cecilia's side. I really feel like a lot of people on Cecilia's side more so stayed out of, some of them stayed out of fear and, and manipulation than anything else. But this is where Cecilia creates her own group called Electus Perdias. Gotcha. Which...
1: Sorry. That's okay. I'm just... I'm, like, coming back in. I was speechless over here after oh, you... Oh, the, yeah. the
0: sexual molestation of the
1: fake personality Angela. Yeah, rumor? Yeah, I, I just, like, mentally came back. Mm-hmm. So, I just cut welcome, you off rudely. Welcome I'm back. Sorry. <laughs> um, but, no, I, I was taking that in and...
0: There's a lot here. Oh. So, now there is... The OTC group and there's Electus Perdias. The focus of Electus per- Perdias was said to be the deliverance of victims from the occult, specifically, specifically, an orphanage where children were abandoned and would be killed by witches if they did not financially support them. Okay. Oh so, my goodness. Cecilia is like, here is Electus Perdias, and our ministry is saving. People from the occult, specifically saving these orphans who have witches and demons for parents. And if we do not financially support this orphanage, then guess what? The occult gets them and they die. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. I don't like where this is going. Some members of Electus Perdias even tattooed their symbol on their bodies. The other thing that Electus Perdias liked to do was some drugs. Oh. You don't say. Yeah. Specifically, Marinda, Cecilia, Zach, Michaela, and Marinda's children. Leroy and the kids Marcel. too? Oh, my god. Oh, gosh. yeah. As teenagers. Oh, yeah. So we're saving
1: orphans and we're doing some drugs. We
0: are. We're snorting that cocaine. We're in whatever we Gotta love the cocaine. Yes. Now, some members joined and then left quickly after you know they discovered it was a very gossipy group and not what a ministry should oh, be like at all good for them they, was it the cocaine was it the marijuana was it the woman in the middle of the bed vomiting blood what part of this do you think scared people away the most
1: i i love that like they checked it out and they're like mm, mm. this this is not for us
0: this isn't it's too gossipy this isn't what a ministry should be oh my the, gosh the Gossip is the least of the problems right. of this group. The but, very least. Yep. But that is what when interviewed what people were probably, willing
1: to say. Exactly. They probably yep. were afraid to say anything else nope. of the horror that they actually sure. saw. They're like it, it was gossipy.
0: It was just gossipy and you know, not at all in line with a, what a ministry should be. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pretend. We're gonna like leave I it at that. Never saw her snort cocaine off Miranda's ass. <laughs> right. That didn't happen. <laughs> all in the name of of Christ. Right. (laughs) All in the name of the Lord. Doing lines in the name of Christ. For sure. This line is in the name of the Lord. The body, the son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, God, God dang. Oh, Oh, or some sweet African kush or something. I don't know. They did a lot of different types of drugs, but. Oh. So there were some members that were still very intertwined with both groups, like a couple named Amber and James. And I'm going to bring them up because they become important later on. But Rhea did not really agree with Amber seeing James, okay? So this kind of makes a divide because Amber and James are a couple. Rhea thinks that James isn't quite right for Amber. I think that there were some concerns about, like, you're, you're a good Christian girl and he is a little bit rough around the edges and is going to probably... Tempt you to do things he's, you know, that you maybe shouldn't do, like that, that kind of thing. Okay. In other words, Amber, you're a virgin. I want you to stay that way. That's kind of reading between the lines, like where I, what I was kind of picking up. But James was good friends with Zach. As you can, if you can kind of picture this, Amber being friends with Rhea, Amber dating James, James being friends with Zach. So they're just kind of visiting both groups.
1: Yeah. Amber was probably like, She's the one that's, like, right in the middle. She
0: is, yeah, because she can see, you know, she's hearing Rhea's concerns, but she really likes James, that sort of thing. Now, Natasha Berger, Berger, is that Berger or Berger? Berger? I just said the same thing twice, sorry. Berger or Berger? Berger
1: or Berger.
0: <laughs> so Natasha also did not agree with Electus Perdias and warned Amber Natasha kind of warmed Amber a little bit about James, like uh, he's a little too involved with Zach and Electus Perdias and like this is kind of dangerous. Cecilia is trying to win Rhea back by making her financially dependent on her. Now, Rhea had had fallen on some difficult financial times, okay, especially with rumors spreading around. Or in their little know, group it's, and whatnot. It,
1: it's so sad to me. She's the one
0: that gets me the most because she was like genuinely just trying to yeah, do good. To help. And at one point she tries, she like bought her a car, but of course that had a tracker on it. She bought her a cell phone that had a tracker on it, that sort of thing. So I did want to put that in there so that you know one of the ways why Rhea was so hard pressed to completely cut ties from Cecilia is because there she did feel indebted to her. Gotcha. In a no way, okay? So, Rhea started to hold meetings. Remember Mr. Brand's boundaries for Cecilia? The, the radius, the travel radius that she could travel before a death curse I is activated? I do
1: remember if, that. If she
0: traveled too many miles, then dead. dead. Death yes. curse is activated and we're, we're dead. she gone. Yes. Okay. I do remember that. So, Rhea specifically starts holding meetings. Outside oh, of Cecilia's like boundaries it. that Mr. Brand had given her. All right. To, I like it. She's kind of firing back here a little bit. Well, this is to ensure that Cecilia did not show up and ruin one of her meetings like she had been doing. Remember how you were like, let me guess, mm-hmm. convulsions? She would do that. She would show up at these meetings, she would make a big scene. I'm seeing visions. She'd touch people and tell them that they were, you know, embedded with a bunch of demons and Mm -hmm. blah, 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 all this stuff. So she's, again, attention seeking. She's holding, the group starts holding these meetings for the OTC and whatnot and for the Know Thy Savior. Outside of the perimeters. Outside of the perimeters at a um, private home of one of the group members, as a matter of fact, on Wednesday nights. Cecilia is telling her group that during these Wednesday night meetings, Rhea is saying prayers at these meetings that are upsetting the satanic demons and witches, and they are in turn killing the orphan children that they're paying to save. That is what she's telling Electus Perdias. Rhea's meetings, they're praying for these children. It's upsetting the demons and they're slaying the kids. Natasha was a dutiful member of the OTC ministry, and because of this, she prayed for the orphan children who needed saved from their satanic parents. She even wrote a prayer for them, and Rhea was so impressed with the prayer that she asked Natasha to read the prayer at the next Wednesday meeting. Cecilia knew this was happening because she was monitoring the cell phone and emails. Oh, my gosh. So the next day after the prayer was said at that Wednesday meeting, Cecilia was in the hospital again, and Rhea was called, even though she's asked to not be the emergency member anymore. And when she arrived, she told Rhea that Natasha's prayer killed 171 orphan children because the children all carried death curses, and the curses have to be broken before they are prayed for. I cannot handle this woman.
1: Please tell me Rhea doesn't feed into this. Please tell me. I don't like the look on your face. You hear all that
0: dead air? (laughs) I saw the look Uh, you just gave me. So the prayer activates the death curse because the curses were not broken before the prayer for these kids was prayed. So Natasha killed 171 orphans by activating the death curse. And it's all on their heads. Now, of course, Rhea, Rhea is like the only way that she could have known about the prayer. Like, Cecilia wasn't there. She wasn't at the Wednesday night meeting. How did she know about Natasha's prayer? How could she recite some of it? Right, right. Because it was emailed back and forth. And she was in her email. Which, again, and that's I get how, it.
1: I get yep. it. She do, Rhea does not know. No. That and so Rhea access. is like,
0: oh, my God. She knows that we prayed for these children and now they're dead? Imagine the weight of that on your soul, thinking that you killed 171 orphan children. Cecilia wants to teach Rhea a lesson here because she's focusing on the Know Thy Savior courses. She's holding these, these meetings for the OTC out of the parameters of Cecilia's fake death curse boundaries. So she tells her own cronies, Of electus perdius, that Natasha's killing of orphans, that they have been, remember, all these people's finances have been going to this orphanage, when really it's just going into Cecilia's pocket. The only way that they're going to stop Natasha, because she is not going to stop praying for these kids, the only way to stop her and to save the kids is to kill Natasha. Oh my gosh, no. Do you see the manipulation I do, I see it. Sacrifice one person to save hundreds of children. That is essentially what she is manipulating her group into believing. It's a greater good, and they're paying to save these kids. Yes, they're otherwise using all cocaine. your cocaine. T- yes, <laughs> it's so much it's cocaine. Believable. Yes. Oh my gosh. So Cecilia starts to nonchalantly get information from Amber. Remember the couple, Amber and James? Yeah, I do. She was just at first kind of dropping some info, You know, like, oh, where does Natasha work? How,
1: how many no, hours? tell of- me
0: about her. Yeah, yeah. to Acting like she was interested just in Natasha's life. Where does she work? When does she get home from work? Where does she live? Is she close with anyone in her neighborhood? That kind of thing. Amber had no idea that she was providing vital information to Natasha's death. She found it weird that Cecilia wanted to know her daily routine but answered any of the questions that she knew. On Wednesday, June twenty seventh, two 2012, Rio was holding a Wednesday meeting when she is contacted by Mirinda that one of Cecilia's death curses had been activated. And since she was still the one with the matriarchal or maternal rights, whatever you want to say, she was the only one who could save her. Rhea ignored the messages and did not come, and when Cecilia was alive the next day, Rhea finally realizes what so many of her friends had been trying to tell her already, and she knows that she can no longer associate with Cecilia. Yes, Rhea.
1: Kind par- It's been years. I'm years like, of her life. I'm like cheering over here, doing mm-hmm. like happy dances for Rhea. Right. Finally. She had to have been giving the biggest eye roll to keep getting these phone phone calls. Right. Like, oh, death curse activated.
0: (laughs) Death curse activated. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Right. (laughs) Right here. Weird how every Wednesday her death curse is activated. Now, I know that Rhea
1: loved the Lord, but I would like to think she probably was like, fuck me, my phone's (laughs) ringing. (laughs)
0: I said, God damn. I
1: said what I said, but it just, it had to have been so soul draining.
0: Absolutely.
1: Like poor Rhea's just trying to do her thing, teach her classes. That's what she liked to do, clearly.
0: And she was probably like, Lord, forgive me, but if she dies tomorrow, (laughs) then so be it lord take her now right i'm willing to live with that on my shoulders that i if satan takes
1: her he takes her right we're taking one for the team
0: okay i mean for sure i don't know she has so much more patience than i do because i would have been like satan can have your crazy ass Bye bye
1: i would have been like oh that sucks that's crazy good luck to you
0: good luck good luck with Uh, the dark lord i'll be praying at home Mm -hmm. i hear that he has very pointy horns
1: You know, he's not so bad when she gets to know him. I'm sure you'll warm up just fine. Good luck to you.
0: Right. Prayers, thoughts. Watch out for that pitchfork. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. So can you imagine at this point now, guys, when she realizes Cecilia wasn't willing to come and save her? It gets
1: real dark. Oh, I bet. You mean Rhea wasn't? Is that what you meant? Yeah, did Rhea? I say Cecilia? You I'm did, sorry. But I Too knew-
0: many names flying around. But- can I just start calling her the Dark Lord? Because <laughs> yes, she really does. Yes. Rhea, can you can you imagine what happens to Cecilia when she realizes that Rhea essentially left her for dead? Marinda told her that death curse was activated oh. and Cecilia. Shit's gonna get real. Her. Yep. Shit's gonna get real. This is what happens. The long and the short of it, they start bombing. Their vehicles on these Wednesday meetings. Oh, my God. Marcel, Leroy, the teenagers, Zach, Marinda, all at various times are going and they are bombing their vehicles, doing s- serious damage. One, t- The first time that they attempted it, they didn't get away with it. Again, read the book for all the details. But then the second time damage was actually done, Ceci- uh, Rhea kept she found the gas cans in like in her yard. This was all taking place um, in one of, one of the members' yards or houses. Excuse me, and she found the gas cans and kept them. And she called the police. Now the police are just at this point in time chalking this crap up to mm, crazy cult like things. OK, gotcha. Rhea has the gas cans at her house for weeks, weeks before a police officer comes and picks it up even.
1: Wow. So.
0: So the, they're not taking this serious at all. No, they're, like, eh. they, they're saying that they're investigating the bombings and. The other thing is is that Rhea is getting some really escalated text messages from witches at this point in time. She's sending those messages along to the police, all right? The police are over there just like, eh, gults will be gults. Right. No big deal. Um, Well, it gets real interesting because... We don't know the real names here because there is currently an investigation on all of the police officers that were involved from 2012. Oh, wow. Because it gets really bad.
1: Cecilia's attachment to Rhea really pisses me off. Like, it's just so, like, she does not want Rhea to Mm -mm. be Mm -mm. free of her. No, not at all. And she's going to pay... Every price. How dare her try to live her own life?
0: It's horrible. Yep. It
1: just, I think that's the part that makes me the most angry about this case so yep. far. Yes. She just will not
0: let Rhea go. Well, and poor Rhea isn't getting any help from the police officers. And just to wrap this up in a nice, neat little bow for you to make it simple to follow, not only are the... The investigation from 2012, all the police officers not named because for legal purposes and they're being investigated, but documents were lost and destroyed and it is extremely possible and this is what's being investigated that Cecilia may have had police. On her payroll, I was wondering between her drug things. Remember her? Yeah, I will say this: her husband is a police officer, but he has been cleared. He did not know; he didn't have any. He's still, he's just, just playing, playing video games, fucking video games in the apartment yes. when all of this is unfolding. Yeah, so, and maybe in the future, something like that. Well, I, I don't know because all of this was just resolved in like 2018, so it hasn't been that long ago. Wow. But Cecilia would often use the threat to her group and to Rhea that she had connections with the police department so she would know if anything that they saw or that they talked about or whatever, she would know if somebody went to go snitch on them. Well, Rhea tries her luck with them anyway and shows the threatening messages that were warning about the pending death of Natasha and that her prayers were killing orphan children, all this stuff. She sent all that stuff to the police. The police officer had messages that were from a were from Cecilia, but were in the guise of being from a witch saying that because of Natasha's prayer, she was going to die. And they did nothing. They did nothing to protect Natasha. That is so, so awful. And like I said, it took them um, weeks before they picked up those gas cans. When they did pick up some of the remnants, they had gas cans, they had newspaper remnants from the homemade bombs. When they did finally collect them, Miranda's fingerprints were on the newspaper that was used from the homemade bombs and eventually they arrest marinda in connection to the bombings but then they let her go for what has seemed like unknown reasons but really at the time was probably just that the police didn't do their due diligence to be able to prove that marinda's fingerprints were on it because she was making the bombs and not because she had read the newspaper and then discarded it what does marinda do she files a wrongful arrest suit against them for one million rand that went nowhere <laughs> When she, nice she knew, Marinda knew that she did make those bombs, that the police legitimately did have her, but when they had to let her go, she, she then like, turns around and you? files a suit. You want to talk about a real narcissist. <laughs> <Right>. My God.
1: <laughs> oh gosh. So
0: when Rhea knows that she needs to tell Cecilia, Cecilia that she can no longer not only be her emergency contact person, but she also cannot be her matriarch arkel matrian savior person thingy majiggy whatever it is you want to call it it's made up anyway so it doesn't matter how i pronounce it but (laughs) she can't be her fake mom to Uh her fake personality anymore and she is scared rightfully so so she asks the same police officer who collected the gas cans from her to sit nearby when she meets with cecilia in a public place and listen in so she did she met cecilia cecilia's reaction was quote Allegedly, again, because this is Rhea's word against Cecilia's. But Rhea said in that meeting, Cecilia said, quote, if you thought bombs were it, what's coming is much worse. Now people are going to start paying with their lives.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Rhea is looking around for that police officer that agreed to be sitting nearby. And he was nowhere. What? Never showed up. You have got to be kidding me. So she called him. Was like, hey, since you weren't there, this is what happened. He assured her that the information would be added to the report. Nothing came of it. I cannot. And those reports cannot be found. I cannot right now. The man literally took whoever this police officer was. You know that he was just like, meh, whatever. I'm not going. I'm not spending any time going and doing this. I'm not really. Nope. Reports never exist. What else are you doing, sir? Nope. Not investigating the bombings. Not investigating these threats. Oh my
1: gosh, this is just making me so mad. I'm so pr- I'm so proud of Rhea, by the way. For Finally, being like, we're done. Despite I'm- like mm-hmm. despite legit threats
0: because Cecilia's not letting her go, but mm-hmm. she's put she's like no, I'm done. She's putting her boundaries up. The heinous group's first two murders are what come of that police officer ignoring all of this and Cecilia making good on her threat to Rhea. The first murders in this case come from 100% from Cecilia getting revenge on Rhea for simply not buying into her bullshit anymore. And that's it. There is no other motivation. Cecilia had Marinda, Zach Valentine, his wife Michaela, Leroy, and Marcel scout the movements of one of Rhea's OTC members that Cecilia did not really even know personally, but had been asking Amber about. Natasha. Berger. So dressed in wigs and other clothes they went and knocked on Natasha's door asking if they could go into her garden and look for their cat. She denied them entry and as a single woman living alone should. So they're like okay this isn't gonna work. They come up with a second plan. They knew that Cecilia's questioning of Amber they knew from Cecilia's questioning of Amber that Natasha had an elderly neighbor called named Joy Boonsayer. And that Natasha was very close with Joy. So on Thursday, July 26th, 2012, Zach and Michaela are dressed in wigs, armed with knives, a hammer, and a set of stolen license plate to change out on their own vehicle. And they also were carrying something that resembled a birthday gift. They knock on the door of Joy and they explain that they're waiting for Natasha to get home from work to surprise her with a gift for her birthday. And they say, Natasha doesn't know that we're coming. Can we please wait in your house until Joy or until Natasha gets home? Joy is an older lady. Oh, so she's probably like, of course. She was. She was like, that is so sweet of you guys. She's going to be so surprised. Would you like any tea? Stop. As she's offering tea, no. Zach pulls out a knife and tells her that they won't hurt her if she does what they say. They make her make her write a note to Natasha telling her to come over to the house immediately. Then Michaela put the letter on Natasha's door. Joy tried to run and fight back, but Zach overpowered her and ends up stabbing her in the neck six times with a knife and then proceeds to hit her with the hammer ten times. And then he slit her throat. My heart. I have to give you. I'm sorry that I just jumped right into the first murder without a trigger warning, totally by the way. You totally uppercut me right in the tits I, with that one. I really did. I'm so sorry. This one, though, is going to get you no. like you've fallen on a bicycle bar. So just hold right your up bits. The,
1: right up the anal cavity. Yep. Hold your bits. <sighs> no, I can't take any more. I, I hate them so much.
0: Her aunt, her little dog, Bubbles, was not harmed. Oh, I okay. was I was not you saw my face. I was I like, did. No, not Bubbles. Bubbles wasn't harmed, but Bubbles was a little white, like poodly type dog. And later he Bubbles was found covered in Joy's blood and thrown in the closet. Oh. Because Zach, the postulating testicle, just threw the dog in the closet oh, and locked Bubbles, Bubbles in there. After he obviously went up to his owner, you know, to Joy and yeah my heart is
1: officially coming out of my anus right now
0: i'm so oh my gosh tuck the heart hemorrhoid back up there it's personal Uh, now. right it's personal you fucked with bubbles okay
1: oh my gosh i hate them all for
0: these demons there was zero killing orphans that that don't exist but also where was joy killing joy ever a part of this Right. Cuz remember Natasha, you want to stop Natasha from the prayers? Cuz she's the one that's killing the orphans with her prayers. Right. Right. But where was it in the table? On the table to kill Joy.
1: Never no. on the table.
0: No. Or so to do that he to Bubbles? Just did that.
1: Right. No. And
0: and why did you lay hands on bubbles and lock bubbles in the closet? She
1: better get what's coming to him. I hope so. I really hope so.
0: Needles in the taint every half an hour. <laughs> My personal request. Yes. 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 Can I write this and put it in a wishing well and make it happen? Oh, my gosh. So Joy was able to grab her phone as she was bleeding out and dial this. Oh, no. Basically the South African equivalent of 911. And she tries to crawl her way out the door of, of her bedroom, leaving a large trail of blood. All the while, Zach was just in her living room chilling, waiting for Natasha to knock on the door. I have fire burning within me
1: right now. It makes me so mad. I just envision Cecilia like laying on her bed in the apartment, eating Cheetos, waiting for all this. Snorting cocaine. Snorting coke. Smoking some sweet African kush. And texting on her stupid burner phones. Like she's just
0: like waiting for this all. Yes, that's 100% it. When Natasha knocks on the door, Zach opens the door and grabs her. She tried very hard to fight for her life. Zach hit her on the head with a hammer and then stabbed her repeatedly in the neck as well, well in the neck, head, and throat with the knife. She died immediately, and was ev- was found with the note from Joy still com- like crumbled in her hand. This all happened while Michaela was waiting in the car, so Michaela went and put the note on Natasha's door and then pieced out to the car. So Zach was on his own for actually committing the murder of Joy and then the murder of Natasha. Michaela kind of loses it in the car; she's crying. Zach was, like, super hyped. They drive back to Cecilia's house to tell Miranda and Cecilia all about it. When the news breaks of the murders, Amber was telling Rhea about Cecilia telling her that she saw a vision of Natasha covered in blood, and now they're both scared that the Satanic Church will be after them next because Cecilia had warned Amber that Natasha— that she disguised that as part of the reason why she was asking for so much information— about her is because she's like I have a vision of her covered in blood. So when did they, they put this
1: together? Though, like, oh my god, they put it. Cecilia
0: t- did this. Oh no, this. Oh, is they a, didn't. No, honey, Cecilia's vision. It so came they, to so life. So they did believe that it was her this vision. This was the Satanic Church. Oh my gosh, this did nothing but reinforce to them that everything Cecilia Cecilia told them. Because remember, you know Cecilia's sick. She's Aww, sick with these demons sheep babies. Cecilia so Ria so couldn't have killed someone. She's sick with all these demons all the time. Okay, so Ria like still kind of believed some of it. Well, she isn't thinking like we are. Right. The things that we're thinking where we're like, how does one woman get other people to commit murder for her? Rhea is not thinking that the the members of Electus Perdius are willing to commit murder for Cecilia.
1: We are tainted and damaged. Right.
0: So. We're
1: horrible humans. (laughs) So that's why. No. No, I forget. Rhea is this like pure
0: person that doesn't. But not only that, she's thinking like, okay, you know, Cecilia couldn't have killed them herself. And I know Zach. I know Michaela. I know these people. Cecilia can't convince them. It had to have been her vision. This is the satanic church. This is what we've been warned about. And it happened. But here's the problem. This is what Rhea is telling the police officers. Right from the start, the police start investigating this. And right from the get-go, they go into this satanic panic because of the statements that Amber and Rhea gave them. Plus, and this is going to piss you off. They found what they considered a, quote, a lot of religious paraphernalia in both of the victims' homes. So, of course, it's a crazy religious murder. In Joy's home, they found a half-burnt candle and considered that religious in nature. Okay, please what? don't come into my house because I have candles all over oh, I the know, place. Me too. And I do not worship Satan. Thank you. Joy was a typical sweet older lady. She was not involved in the occult whatsoever. But the police now immediately assume, assume that she was because she was murdered through all of the these statements that Amber and Rhea had given. Now there were no possessions stolen. So that confirms it even more when really what this was was a complete revenge mur- murder against Rhea. Rhea got terrible messages, text messages from witches about the way that Natasha died, saying that she was squealing like a pig and that since Rhea had turned away from the only one who could have saved her. This is just getting which beyond was Cecilia. Natasha's death is on her. Oh, my gosh. Poor Rhea. So, like, you know, Cecilia is trying to turn herself into a fucking savior and saying, oh, you turned your back on Cecilia. She was the only one that could have saved her. And and now it's on you. Now, Rhea did turn all these messages over to the police and it went nowhere.
1: I was going to say, Rhea has to be so scared because
0: the police are doing nothing to protect her. They didn't yep. take it seriously. Yep. So Rhea canceled all of her Know Thy Enemy and Know Thy Savior courses, which also now takes away her income, which is exactly what Cecilia wanted. In her joy, because she liked doing these classes. Mm -hmm. Out of of fear. Now, again, this is exactly what Cecilia wanted. One week after the murder, murder of Natasha, Electus Perdias starts planning their next revenge murder. Sorry that I did not trigger warning you before, but now I'm going to say we'll get into the next murder. In August 2012, Cecilia tells the group that the next person who is a threat to Rhea's, or who is a threat, is Rhea's beloved mentor and friend, Reg Bendixson, the minister who helped her write the Know Thy Savior manual. You've got to be kidding me. Nope. Just as with Natasha, they stalk him for weeks to learn his routine. They do not know that this 76-year-old pastor personally... They only know that he is one of Rhea's people and that's all that they needed to know. Cecilia Cecilia tells the group that Reg is killing the orphans just like Natasha, but that this was his sermons because he's a pastor, remember? It was his sermons that were killing people who were like Cecilia who wanted out of Satanism. She told them that this is war and things go differently in times of war. So Marinda allegedly offered to take him out but at this point, Marcel, her daughter, is in ninth grade and actually really smart. Like, she graduated early. Oh, Marcel wow. is very, very brilliant. And Leroy was in the 11th grade. And they are now living, Marinda and her two children are now living below Cecilia's apartment in the same, like, complex.
1: No, Miranda was the one that's a school teacher, right? Yeah. So she's, like, teaching kids and still a, murdering abs- people. Planning
0: murder on at night. On the side. Yep. Teacher by day, murderer at night. Goes to school the next day after helping murder people. Yep. On Thursday, August 9th, 2012, Reg and his wife, Linda, were at their home when Reg got a call from either Leroy or Zach. Testimony was not really clear. Using a fake name and saying that that this person needed counseling. They were going to meet at a mall in Johannesburg at 5 o'clock the following Monday. What they did on Monday, August thirteenth, two 2012, is shortly before 5, but not so close to 5 that Reg would have already left, like, for the meeting. They called and canceled the meeting, figuring that he would be at home and not make other plans right away. But they knew that his wife, Linda, would be home later in the evening for her regular time coming home from work. The same time that this is happening, other members of the OTC group are getting messages that say, a pastor is going to die tonight and there's nothing you can do about it. The message Rhea received was more personal. It said, quote, hi Rhea, have you said your goodbyes to Reg? I hope you did. And what's really scary is that this message was sent like from right outside her apartment, like they were claiming to be right outside her apartment. And later it was shown that It actually was like pinging right from outside her apartment.
1: Outside of Rhea's apartment? Yes.
0: That is so creepy. Yeah. So she forwarded it to the same person that we've been talking about, but not naming. The the same person doing nothing? Uh Yep. Who took the fuel cans and all that. She also called that person and they did not, that police officer, and they did not answer. Come on. At this point, she was worried that the Satanists were out to get her and were literally outside her door. And they were. I mean, essentially, oh,
1: this is a, this she poor was, woman. She
0: was also warning them about Reg. Right. Yeah. Oh so my God. She needs a shower gun.
1: Rhea <laughs> yes. needs a shower gun.
0: Everyone, get yourself a shower gun. It's a, it's a gun that you keep in your shower <laughs> for when in people a
1: lock box, yep. a waterproof box that you would use for kayaking.
0: Yes. When people Mount bust it in the on wall. you. When you're at your most vulnerable. Yep. You got shower. it right there. So, Mirinda and Zach show up to Pastor Reg's home in full costume. Zach is wearing a full police uniform that Cecilia gave him. It's thought that it was probably from Dries, her husband, without his knowledge that that's where she wow. got it. And Marinda is wearing a police jacket over denim jeans. Zach was initially wearing a woman's wig with long red curls and sunglasses, just to get past like the CCTV cameras in the gates. Now, something that you should know about Johannesburg is that most all of the communities, there's a lot of crime there and all of the communities are gated commu- communities. Oh, so gotcha. you have to get past the security gate and those cameras will show that. That's why they have the fake license plates. I see. For everything as well. So as soon as they like pull into Reg's driveway, he takes the f- female wig and sunglasses off. They had brought along with them axes and knives. They gain entry by telling Reg that they are from the South African Police Service, or what's called SAPS, and they need to speak to him about the murder of Natasha and Joy. Now he did let them in, but he was confused because he didn't actually know Natasha or Joy. He'd only heard of their murders through Ria, through their friendship. When they were talking through the, or excuse me, when they were walking through, this is trigger warning, his back garden, Miranda chatted on about the fake murder investigation that was in progress. She like came up with all of these details off the cuff and none of it was real. When suddenly Zach hit him in the back of the head with the blunt end of the axe to knock him down and then he just repeatedly struck him over and over on the head with the axe while Mirinda stabbed him over and over. She even lifted his clothes to make it more accurate. She stabbed him 13 times even after it was clear that he was gone gosh and unfortunately Reg was laying next to his flower bed when his poor wife came home from work and found him Oh! when Rhea found out she informed that same police captain that she had been informing and forwarded me- forwarding messages to all along now Rhea is terrified first her friend and the friend's neighbor and now her mentor is dead and she was told that each and every one of them would happen and they did to make matters worse, an officer shows up to question Rhea about why she had an appointment with Reg on the day that he was murdered. She told the police officer, I didn't have an appointment. Um, I've not seen him in a week. The officer indicated that her phone records showed otherwise. So now Rhea is convinced that... Cecilia had told her in the past that witches can access your phone and set you up and make appointments for you and set you up for things that you have to go down for that they actually did. So at this point, when this happens, Rhea's like, "This, oh my God, this is the witch. Oh my gosh. Not this is not okay. realizing this whole time Cecilia really is the witch. This is not okay. What really happened is that at this point, the police were able to get records of Rhea and Reg's phone. But all those records would have shown is that they talked to one another that day. It wouldn't have shown any meetings or appointments. So since Rhea was involved in both of the murders, it's not unusual for police to see her as a suspect. And as such, they could have granted a warrant to tap her phone, in which case they would have realized that, she was not a suspect immediately, but instead they did not do that. They could just see that they had had like communications and were posing it to Rhea as, well, why'd you have an appointment with him to see how she'd react? She didn't have an appointment with him. Right, they didn't right. find any evidence that they did. They were trying to make her believe that they found that evidence to see how she would react. Wow. But they very, very easily could have ruled her out as a suspect from the beginning. And they chose not to get those warrants and do that all the information collected years after the fact by the police chief who is legit and does his job that we'll talk about later is is how who like helps put all this together where we realize oh my gosh they never even eliminated her as a suspect they just went with it that she was a suspect this is crazy and made her believe that she was the other thing is no one took an actual statement from ria no one tried to check her alibis nothing so she's a suspect without ever even being interviewed. So her son tells her, you need to go see a lawyer. Like, this is getting scary. So they do. They set up. She's, she's with her adult son and some other family members, and they, they're in talking with the lawyer. Rhea asks her children to step out, and in that moment, the lawyer chastises her for being involved with Satanism and, like, dogs on her and not listening to her at all, where Rhea's like, you don't understand. Like, no. No. she's trying to tell her side of the story i'm sure it didn't sound like point a and point b doesn't really add up yeah you you know when when you're not allowed yep yep at this point in time ria goes out to her family and is like listen i am innocent i am not going to use this lawyer he just made her feel like Crap, you know what I mean? Essentially, like, she got herself wrapped up in what all of her courses are designed to show people the dangers of, really, yeah, is what, you know, it comes down to. At this point in time, her kids, they kind of, they have, like, a falling out. Like, you're not going to lawyer up. You're not going to take this seriously. Did you have something to do with this? Like, they just don't even know what to think. They had been warning her about Rhea as well. Excuse me, Cecilia as well. So I'm sure they're on, at their wits' end, too. The day of Reg's funeral, when Rhea walked out her door there was a bloodied note with a bloody piece of meat wrapped in it. The note said, and trigger warning, this is horrible. The note said, quote, sorry, this is all the doggies left for you. Here's your own piece of Reggie, end quote. Even oh my though God. Rhea knows that Linda found his body. No dogs ate Reg. The other thing is the only person who ever called Reg Reggie Cause he didn't, I uh, my understanding is that he didn't like being called that. So Cecilia would call him Reggie as like a derogatory, you know, thing. Uh-huh. That should have clued her in right there that yeah, it's not Reggie. absolutely. So also the meat was later testified to be pig meat from a pig that Cecilia bought at a butcher and made Marinda, Zach, Marcel, and Leroy all practice killing. Um, they wanted, that she wanted them to practice killing. And so she bought this pig. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what that the piece of meat was actually from. Now, of course, Rhea calls the same police captain to come and pick up the evidence. They eventually do, but she had to take it to, like, they didn't come and pick it up. She had to leave to go to Reg's funeral. She took it with her to Reg's funeral to meet this police officer because he wasn't coming to her house when he said he was going to, and then he she ends up having to track the police officer down to give this piece of meat, to. Oh, my gosh. The,
1: the, I am so glad to hear there's an investigation. <sighs>
0: Oh, yeah, now, after the Uh, fact. Yes, but could you imagine at the time this going on? No. So he does end up coming to her apartment, but it's to search it, because she's a suspect. Yes, she's a suspect. So they're searching her apartment, and he asks her, have you ever used any phones with SMS cards? So, like, burner phones. She's like, no. Well, they found one in her apartment that Cecilia had left there. So now she looks like a liar. no. Which, Rhea... Wasn't even thinking about the fact that Cecilia has had access to her her place, you know. She didn't know she left it there. It's not her phone. She provided them proof that she's always had a phone plan and a phone bill every month. Not a burner phone. She's got her one cell phone. It's been her number all along. And here's her plan that she pays on every month. You know, but they were still like, oh, no, she's got burner phones.
1: So they're not suspecting Cecilia at all at this point.
0: Mm-mm. Over the course of, uh, from the first murder of Natasha and the murder of Reg, Zach's wife, Michaela, is becoming dark. She's wearing all dark clothing. She's tattooing her body. She's becoming depressed. She wants out of electus perdius. Zach doesn't. She told her mom she wanted out because something wasn't right. So of course, you know, Cecilia can see that Michaela is a flight risk and that she knows too much. So she tells everyone that Michaela is a loose end that needs cut off and she convinces Marinda and Zach and the others Michaela is gonna have to go. otherwise she's gonna leave the group tell all and they're all gonna go to jail. But they still think they're doing the right thing killing up everyone. right Like how the- weird you see how so quickly the lines can blur? Yep. Michaela did tell Zach that they should no longer be members of Electus Perdius because they were now spending even more money than they earned on Cecilia's medical bills and the fake orphanage. Zach said that this was a huge drastic step and they should prey on it. Oh, God. Stop. I can't. And then he goes to Cecilia and agrees. My wife needs to go. Zach is like ultra...
1: Wrapped altar. up in yeah. this
0: again, don't think, don't necessarily think he would have killed had he ever not met Cecilia. But yeah, you
1: said he was like a decent yeah. person
0: before he met her, but now, but he is invested in this group and enjoying being a part of Electus Bertius.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, he it seemed like he was he's one, one of them
0: the, that tattooed himself,
1: so I oh, mean, he's deeply he's in. ingrained, he is yeah. in, but yeah, it's it. From what you said, he was a
0: decent person before, but like yep. he's really stepped up to the plate on murdering these people. Oh yeah, he's like in the power that he's getting from it and feeling important to Cecilia. <sighs> right, and she's doing her job of praising all of her little bunnies that are following her along. You know what I mean? She's making them feel important too. So, as part of their plan to kill Michaela, Zach actually stops hanging around Electus Perdias as much because. They want Michaela to continue to trust Zach, and so it seems like, yep, we're getting out. You know, to Michaela. Okay, we're getting out on Thursday, October fourth, two thousand and twelve. Zach put sleeping pills into Michaela's coffee. They work almost immediately. He leaves for work just before Miranda and Marcel pull into the driveway with a car with stolen license plates. They walk into the bedroom. And Miranda puts on gloves, and while Michaela was sleeping on her side in her bed, Miranda hits Michaela on the head with a hammer repeatedly. In trigger warning to some disturbing these, details. These people are brutal.
1: Also, just recalling that Marcella is a freaking child. Marcella
0: is, is 14 at the beginning of the murder. She is 14 right now. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. She was 10 when she first met Cecilia. Yeah. Michaela's head was actually bouncing on the pillow, so this angered Mirinda because it wasn't having the effect that she wanted, so she switches to the knife. And at this time, Michaela turns her back and opens her eyes and mumbles, Mirinda, this startled Mirinda, so she tells her, Michaela, I'm going to kill you now. You have to pray. Confess your sins. Pray. And so Michaela starts to pray while Mirinda repeatedly stabs her, and it's clear that she's drugged because she can't escape. Now, Marcel is just kind of standing watching all of this. Marinda calls for Marcel to help, and the 14-year-old is so traumatized that she tells her mother that her knife is too dull. And her mom's like, it doesn't matter anyway, because honestly, Marinda was going crazy. She stabbed Michaela 64 times and only stopped when Michaela stopped praying. They put um, a heated blanket over her and turned it on hoping to confuse the time of death per cecilia's instructions one of her little google searches that she does they also wanted it to look like a robbery so they took her wedding ring and her cell phone previous to this zach had arranged to meet a realtor at the house later that day so that there was a witness that would see him finding his wife also per cecilia's instructions so they later that afternoon the realtor comes to the driveway, Zach pulls in, they walk in together, they find her. Zach acts real strange. He like immediately goes to the refrigerator and starts drinking juice and then explains to the realtor that he's diabetic and like he wasn't acting like you should act. Like he, At first he was kind of freaking out, but then he was fine. When they are sitting and the realtors who called 911. When they are sitting on the couch waiting for the police to arrive, which in the book the realtor does kind of describe, the author interviewed the realtor and she did kind of describe like it was the longest moments of her life sitting in that house. Oh, I bet. Watching this man act so strangely about his wife being brutally murdered. I bet. And then he literally asks if she's still going to take pictures and if she could still sell it. And the realtor's like, you're... Your wife was brutally murdered in the bedroom. I won't be taking pictures here today. Thanks. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Can
1: I can't imagine that. Like you go to work knowing you're going to come home to your dead wife. Uh, right. No big deal.
0: I no. Of course we can't imagine that because we're not like this. <sighs> this is awful. All so, for these
1: orphans
0: yep. that don't exist. All of, in the name of the orphans. Well, really, Michaela's murder was that. She couldn't handle handle murdering. She never did murder someone. She just took part. She was an accessory to it for sure. And she couldn't handle it. And they knew she was a risk, a flight risk. Right. She was collateral damage to that at that point. Well, like Joy. Joy was collateral damage. So now Rhea is shitting herself. And she is leaving Kruger's Drop. And she's going to her mother's house out of fear. She continues to receive text messages. She forwards them to the police. The police realize that she could not have been a suspect all along because the messages all appeared to be purposely made to look like they were coming from Rhea's apartment, even though Rhea was getting the messages. Well, they continue after, unbeknownst to Cecilia, Rhea flees to her mom's house. Oh, okay.
1: the messages
0: still keep coming from Ria Rhea, outside Ria's apartment. So they somebody was
1: sitting out there yep. messaging. That is so creepy. Yes. This is not just Cecilia. There are
0: more players. But they in this missed game.
1: the ball with with Ria leaving. Mm-hmm. So they're just
0: sitting out there. Yep, losers. Yep. yep. So that's when they dis- they realize. Okay, Ria has been honest. She let us know that she's leaving. And these messages still look like they're coming from outside her apartment. It can't be her. So in 2012, after these murders, Rhea becomes a recluse and she goes into hiding. Now, you might wonder why they didn't just kill Rhea, right? Well, that's because one of Cecilia's lies, bitter in the ugly Ass. Wouldn't it be ironic if her ass had more head than her hair or had more hair than her head does? It probably does. Because I bet it does. It's probably well, more attractive than
1: her her a head hairy as well.
0: Ass. So Cecilia's lies catch up to her hairy ass because since she claimed Rhea had maternal rights over her, she couldn't kill her. Uh, if she ordered Rhea killed, like Electus Prodeus would know that she was lying the entire time. Because Rhea has not given those maternal rights over through ceremony and sacrifice or whatever is required to anyone else. So that is where I'm going to end you for part you two. You have ended me. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing I left. Have, um yeah, we're only four murders in. I know. 11. Yeah. So hang on until the next part. I've got lots and lots more. We've got 11 more pages of of notes for you guys. For a little I have a little short brain bath for you to tide you over until part 3. This was sent in by listener Erica, and she was like I have a I have a brain bath that happened last night. She said my husband went upstairs to check the kids before bed and my 10-year-old son in the bathroom with his laptop. He was looking through all the cabinets and drawers. My husband said, Wyatt, what are you looking for? Wyatt says, do we have any wipes? Hubs looks confused and said, why do you need wipes? Wyatt says, oh, never mind. Just forget it. Acting really like awkward, nervous, and guilty. And her husband was like, the wipes are downstairs, but are you cleaning something? Like, what are you doing in the (laughs) bathroom with the laptop 10-year-old son? Right. Wyatt, embarrassed and stuttering, said, I need more gigabytes. I'm trying to download a game, and I need more gigabytes. At this point, my husband has already seen where this is going, and between laughs, he's dying laughing and saying, okay, why do you need wipes? Although he already knows. Wyatt says, I Googled how to get more gigabytes, and one thing said to clean the desktop. Oh, (laughs) that is so cute so cute and innocent it is she said why it turned bright red as if saying it out loud he realized the misinterpretation and they all had a really good laugh over it but i That's could completely adorable. see i could see someone older than 10 being like oh clean the desktop okay i am <laughs> one step
1: away from being that person myself
0: i know we remember your brain bathroom. <laughs> yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> I could do that easily yes. and misinterpret. That's right. That's adorable. I just
0: That was a cute little ditty wrote in by a listener. So thank you so much for that. If you guys have your own brain bath, feel free to share it with us and uh, send us case suggestions too. We do have email, at yahoo.com If you want part three right away, join Patreon, our uh, crime cu- crimecuriouspatreon.com. And there's different membership levels, but I think that... All, no not i think i know i'm am the orchestrator of it um all of the kruger strap episodes will be there available for you because everybody if you're a patreon you get all the parts at once instead of dissected just up. just one
1: part just
0: one big long hours <laughs> of listening yes so all right until next time everyone buh-bye. Bye bye